Hey everybody, welcome back to another Cassass Free Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, before we get started, as always, my name is Saul. And with me, I have Alonzo Samaripa. Hello. And Leo Aceves. How's it going, guys? All right, uh, we have a lot to talk about, so let's jump right into it. Um, HBO, uh, they, they're not doing too hot. Uh, uh, right now with uh people watching uh in a variety uh report they state that about uh 51% HBO lost 51% of its adult audiences after the finale of Game of Thrones ended which is expected because a lot of people you know there was a lot of there was a lot of thrones fans me myself included um a lot of us were not uh, too happy about how that thing ended. Um, and the same report said that uh, HBO lost 38% of its overall viewership when compared to 2019. So um, I think, uh, Leo, you were stating this a little bit before the, uh, the we started recording that you know, that's probably why HBO is like green lighting a whole bunch of stuff uh, because, you know, H- they want, like you said, H- they want HBO Max to succeed. And, you know, they want those people to come back. And it, I, I think it, it did help a little bit with um, what's that show that about um, Chernobyl, the show Chernobyl. I, I don't know if you all watched that. Like nah, that, to watch it. that one, that, that one came out like right after the Game of Thrones finale. And it was very good. It was a very, very good miniseries that they had. And I stayed the only, the only reason I kept my HBO account like after the game of thrones finale was because of chernobyl because i'm like oh well let me give you a shot and it was actually really good that miniseries so did you have like the subscription or did you just watch it on tv or i i had the subscription for like the length of the game of thrones pretty much um that that's the only reason that i that i had a subscription was because of game of thrones when when they were when they were out and it was called uh, hbo go did yeah. they, they still HBO have HBO Go, Go? Yeah. and now are those still things? I, I have no so. idea. Yeah, no. I, I think it was HBO. Yeah, no, it was HBO now because I think HBO Go was linked to your HBO account, and you had to have an HBO account uh-huh. to have HBO Go, and HBO now was like their Netflix thing, if you will, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had HBO now or something like that. Maybe it was flipped. I don't know. I don't exactly remember. <laughs> but that that's that's the only reason that I had that app because of the game of thrones i don't know did, did y'all i mean i know both of you have hbo max because you guys are both with at&t <laughs> but uh um but what what do y'all think of this uh this news um i guess let's start with you leo you know because you know there's the whole bunch of stuff getting being greenlit by hbo well like the biggest reason i went back to this because this report was december 28th on variety for the rankings and stuff and So it's just the fact that they greenlit, um, or it looks like they're doing Sex in the City, is coming back for like a final season, like a ten part, uh, well, a ten episode final season, I guess. Um, but the, yeah, it's it's just why are they doing this? Uh, I'm sure there's like a, there's definitely a demographic that is like aiming towards, and um, you know, fans of the show. 
um, that want to come back and watch it maybe and see what they're up to because at this point they're what like in their 50s <laughs> yeah like, so it's going to be you know a lot more um lot more mature. I was obviously already mature, but mature to a different <laughs> level at this point. Um, but anyways, yeah, it's just, you know, we, we know that HBO, HBO Max, whatever, uh, has been making a lot of things for us. Like for one, like the Snyder Cut is a thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, they want more subscribers there. Um, Wonder Woman, they thought they were going to get a ton of subscribers for HBO Max. Uh, but as far as like HBO, like the the actual network, like it may not be getting as many viewers there because what is there to keep them watching? Like it's not HP, it's not Game of Thrones. And I guess after that, when that ended, like last year, was that last year? And it just uh, kind of yeah, no, that was two years ago, I think. And it ended twenty nineteen. But hey. that yeah. well, whenever it ended, I guess it started losing all its viewership. That demographic left there. Um, a lot of people that. I know that stayed on there well since it started in like 2012 just for game of thrones um and just kind of kept it in their like cable subscription um but i don't know it just it kind of shows you that they're they're willing to do more um but 38 percent that's it's a lot that's scary and i don't know if that's in um you know they would go from that if people leaving HBO would go from that to like a streaming service or something because they would get more value out of there, but um, it kind of it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you, Alonzo? Uh, oh, I had to look up how many viewers uh, Game of Thrones had or Game of Thrones or like how many viewers uh, tuned into that last episode. Thirteen million. Yeah, it thirteen was a lot. million people. And. Uh, you know, to see half of those half of those people unsubscribe. <laughs> That's a lot. A lot of yeah. people. Yeah. Um, well, not even unsubscribe, but just didn't watch HBO <laughs> at all. Like, not even. Oh, like, yeah. Then, yeah. I liked a few shows on HBO. I liked uh, Ballers and uh, Barry. I thought Barry was hilarious. But I never finished the uh, I never finished the shows. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I still have HBO Magnus. No interest. I mean, it's all on there, right? Like pretty much like everything yeah. is mm-hmm. on HBO Max. Yeah. But just but, the uh, fact and I that... enjoyed that last season too. I, I'm, I haven't seen any of the Game of Thrones episodes before this last. <laughs> that's probably why you enjoyed it. And I, <laughs> and I guess, loved it. It was I, so good. <laughs> that's what that's what I hear from like dude. I, I've never watched Game of Thrones. I was supposed to watch it, and I just. I was waiting for something that never happened, but didn't watch it. Um, and that's the one I keep hearing from everybody. It's just like, <laughs> if you watch the last season, it's cool. But if you watch everything and the last season, yeah. you hate the last season. Like, <laughs> yeah. But. I mean, yeah. Let's, let's not get into that topic because I can talk about that topic for hours. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, I just remembered also that uh, HBO bought Friends as well. I mean, you remember that. They bought Friends, uh, I think, at the beginning of 2019 for $425 million. Um, so that's another one. Maybe that's another another one well, of those shows. Like, who, you know, just well, just like uh, um, The Office, you know, like a lot of people tune into Netflix to to watch The Office. And now that the, uh, the Netflix doesn't have The Office, you know, 
I mean, I'm pretty sure it's not, it's not the same thing because Netflix has a lot of good shows. Um, but you know, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean. Like, like there's a lot of dude. There's a well, lot the of thing friends, is, Friends. Friends. Friends is owned by Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. It's not like they bought them. Friends was owned by Warner Brothers, and Warner Brothers owns HBO. So that's it was why like it's a, on HBO. It was like a side. <laughs> Like just the moving from a platform, I guess. Yeah, it just moves. They didn't buy them out. Okay. Well, yeah, but that when when I I mean I I didn't know that they were owned by Warner, but when but because that 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 just in my in my head I'm like wait they bought Friends and maybe that's another reason why you know they they wanted to make I mean they of course they wanted to want to uh, HBO Max to succeed and there's a lot of Friends. Fans. I mean, like yeah, that's definitely part of it, but that's why they didn't re you know. Like free up with Netflix, of course. Like yeah. sell the streaming rights because yeah, they need they want that. They know how big of a hit that show is, or how huge of an audience it has. So of course, people yeah. will subscribe to your streaming service just to rewatch that. That's true. Uh, in, um, in the in the same uh, Variety article, um, the the most watched networks of 2020: CBS, NBC, ABC, Fox. No surprise there. The four biggest local channels and just networks and oh. in the US um and then yeah and then if uh, top 50 top rated networks 29 2020 fox nbc abc cbs top 4 again <laughs> you know so i mean they just kind of just be switching around here and there but uh talking about these uh, streaming platforms uh green lighting stuff uh, we got the news that uh, Netflix has uh, signed a four-movie deal with Kevin Hart, uh, exclusive movie deal with Kevin Hart and his uh, production called uh, Heartbeat Productions. So there's there he's he's gonna be making four movies with with them. Uh, what do y'all what do y'all think about this news from Netflix? Do you think it's a it's a good move to to have uh, you know to sign Kevin Hart with four movies? Go with Zoe on this. He looks like he has something to say. Oh, I really don't. <laughs> I enjoy all everything that Kevin Hart makes. Um, this is, uh, yeah, I, I guess he never misses. Uh, you know, as as far as entertainment, um, uh, I haven't really gotten to watch like this recent, you know, movies like uh, Jumanji or or uh, any of his uh, specials on Netflix. But um, I think the most recent thing that I saw. Uh, may have been the, may have been like the Rock and, and him, all all in one movie. But um, I think this is good for Netflix. I mean, a lot of people love Kevin Hart, and if it's a, and if it's like a solo movie or maybe bring other actors along with them, I think it's good for them. Yeah, Cal, I don't have anything else to add. <laughs> yeah, I mean. He he did produce the fact that where Netflix shines really um, is their comedy specials. Really good. They're just very accessible um, to people. I mean, I grew up watching comedy specials on like Comedy Central, like the Comedy Central Presents specials and things like that. Mm-hmm. So like having it on Netflix is just really great, especially because it's like big time, uh, you know, uh, comedians like this all the time. Like they had those specials with uh dave Chappelle, and then they have a really good relationship with him which we talked about before and for them to like have this kind of deal with kevin art um that's awesome too i'm gonna 
No, I'm not going to lie. Like in the last few years, I've kind of eh, not really enjoyed his material as much as, you know, the earlier time, uh, parts of his career. But he's definitely a very, very hardworking guy. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll see. Um, I don't know if these are going to be movies or um, comedy specials. I don't know if the thing specified, but I feel I think it is. I think it is movies because uh, he's going to yeah. be starring and producing them. Yeah. So we'll, we'll kind of see there. Um, but just the fact that you know they're they want this content um, in order to you know stay relevant because of course Netflix at some point is going to lose most of its licensed content to these studios who are going to have their own streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean they lost all the Disney stuff. Um, know things like you know the office my favorite show of all time is gone to little streaming networks like peacock so little it's not little at all but it definitely doesn't have the (laughs) (laughs) it definitely doesn't have the subscriber base that netflix does but i mean they're making smart decisions uh recognizable names um like this Mm -hmm. and just knowing that they you know they do good with comedy so yeah, uh, in this article from The Verge, it points out that, uh, like you were saying, like it's recognizable stars, kind of what Netflix is doing with Adam Sandler, uh, with 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 his uh, um, contract that they signed to to him. And they they uh, Netflix said that uh, Sandler's films on Netflix have been so popular that Netflix has renewed its deal with the formal SNL star twice. And yeah, every every time I open Netflix, you know. On trending, there's always a Adam Sandler film, the, like a Netflix original Adam Sandler film on, on trending. So, like trending mm-hmm. in the U.S. and and they're actually not too bad. You know, they're they're pretty good movies that that uh, that when I that I've, that I've seen. Um, but uh, The Verge also reported that Hart's films have have grossed a combined four billion dollars in the box office, uh, according to Netflix. So it's you know it's pretty good. It's a they're, they're taking advantage of the star power. Draw the users to the streaming service and keep them around makes very good sense. You know they can they Kevin Hart does have a lot of fans, and you know if the movies that they make get them uh, four billion dollars in, in cash, you know that, that's that's not too bad either. I don't <laughs> think that's what that means, but no, I know, yes. but, but <laughs> it, it that uh, that a lot of people went to go watch his movies. You know, oh yeah, to get no, it's, it's four billion like... dollars in in the global box office, so. That they want to have those those people that watch the movies watch them on 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 Netflix, you know. So sign up for that. I don't know what was it, fourteen? Was it fourteen dollars now? Fifteen dollars, something like that a month. It's like eighteen bucks if you oh, got like oh. the shared four K. Oh Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, make deals like this with other people, then we'll see how this goes. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyways, I, I completely forgot that the whole um, Academy Award, because he was going to host the Academy Awards, the 2019 yeah. Oscars. I completely forgot. That was like two years ago. That was two years ago. That, that was whole, last year. That whole thing with his Twitter stuff, which was just plain dumb. Like, he, it would have <laughs> been. He, he, I, I think if it wasn't for that, that whole cancel culture thing. Um, I think he would have done a very good job in the Academy Awards, but you know we don't have. To he definitely would have. We, we don't. We don't. We probably would have been I mean, a regular. He would have been a regular and uh, a regular host. Yeah, I think we're really a regular host and would have been for at least a couple years. Yeah. I'll, do y'all do y'all think he'll ever? 
I don't know if he'd ever be invited back, man. I feel like we missed out on something special there. But I mean, we sure did. The fact that we went, we went back to that. Like, what was it? Like eight years before or something that he mm-hmm. tweeted that or something. It's just yeah. like, like, yeah, I don't agree with what he said, obviously, but like, it, it was long ago. But the, yeah. but the the funny thing is that he, they're just like, all right, you need to apologize for this. He's just like, no, like, <laughs> just yeah. whatever, but whatever. Um, I mean, people change. Anyways, so. It's Anyways. just funny on this on this article. It even says like that could be a concern for some Netflix subscribers. Like, what the fuck are they gonna do? Leave Netflix because he said these things? No. no. But if anything, it's just gonna draw people yeah. who actually like them. Yeah, it. and a lot of I don't know what the Netflix age range is, and if it's if it's younger, then I mean some 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 of these kids watching Netflix now weren't even born like twenty nine. Well, they probably were born twenty nine, but they were little. They're real little, you know, <laughs> but um, so kind of sticking with uh, with movies, uh, the well, movies and TV shows, the Critics Choice Super Awards have been announced and we have some winners. That was like a new thing. Uh, it, is, it is a new thing, right? Because I've, I've never really heard just... of these. I mean, no, it's like they have the Critics' Choice Awards, and they, but now they have like the Critics' Choice uh, Super Awards, which is like more genre-based stuff. Yeah. Um, so like superhero and like horror and animated, I guess stuff like that. So stuff but that people actually watch. Awesome. Is that what you mean? <laughs> you just call it the, say that. You just call it the awards of the stuff that people actually watch. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I mean, for real, like who who watches all the the Oscar movies? Like for real, for real. Like uh, some of the movies you well, unless there's like of. a ton of if there's a ton of buzz around a movie, yeah, I'll watch them. But I'm not gonna like look for it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna just be like, oh my god, I need to see this. Unless there's like an actor or director that I really like, mm-hmm. then. Anyways, uh, going back to this uh, Super uh, Critics' Choice Super Awards. So the best action movie was The Five Bloods. Best animated movie was Soul. Um, best superhero movie was The Old Guard, <laughs> which I didn't even think The Old Guard was a superhero movie. It's based and, on a comic uh, book. Isn't it? Oh, and then best horror movie was The Invisible Man from Universal. Um, and best sci-fi fantasy movie Palm Springs. Bro, that movie was amazing. Was it? I <laughs> Have y'all seen not it. seen it? No. It's fantastic. Okay. I, I got I, I gotta put that on my on my to watch list. It was just like a very unexpected pleasure to watch that. All right. Like uh, Andy Samberg's always great. True. In the TVs in the T V uh genre, uh well T V era, T V thing. Uh best action series was Vikings. That's on history, which is actually a really good show. I don't know if you've if you've all we've all seen that. Uh, best animated series was BoJack Horseman on Netflix. I've heard good things about that. I haven't seen it myself. I watched like the first season and never really got back into it. Mm-hmm. But it was good. Yeah. Uh, best superhero series, The Boys on Amazon, which is amazing. That show is Dude, really the good. Boys got like four awards. Best Anthony Starr, uh, Aya, who plays uh, I guess Storm uh, Stormfront. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's the other one that they won? Best villain in the series. I, I think they won four. Uh, 
Yeah, best superhero series and best um, best villain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. best horror style. series was Laura Lovecraft Country. I have not seen mm-hmm. that. HBO. I hear nothing but good things about it. And of course, the best sci-fi slash fantasy series is the thing that just took over, The Mandalorian on Disney Plus. <laughs> I mean, do we even have a like? Is there any even a thought of not that not being the winner? Yeah. Um, yeah. So those are kind of like the the main categories. Of course, they have everything like from theory, uh, act, uh, best actor, actress, voice actor, voice animated actor. So if you want, if y'all want to see that and show them some love by going and watching the shows. Uh, we can uh, we'll post this on in the in the description down below that we all can you know just uh I mean some like like some things on here that you know they won awards you know say so, well may, maybe I'll go back and kind of watch an episode or two or or the movie um but yeah like Leo was saying any of these uh um awards catch your interest like um for me uh best voice actor in an animated movie Jamie Fox I mean he he did amazing in that movie with but in Soul. He he was the, the the main guy and he did he did very good. Um, I know I don't know what uh if y'all have any any anything that y'all want to uh say or uh kind of shed light into on this uh. Winter. I didn't know Kaylee Kuko played uh Kuko voices uh Kuko 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 Harley Quinn. This is a yeah. Was Harley Quinn? I didn't know there was an animated series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard nothing but really good things about it on there. I I think. Harley Quinn's on HBO Max now. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, the no. the Birds of Prey. Yes. No. 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 The animated Not series. Birds of Prey. Oh, yeah. the animated series. The Harley Quinn animated series. Okay. Yeah, it says HBO Max next to it. Okay. Well, I I gotta I I knew she the only reason I I knew that she was uh um uh on uh she was she was the uh she was Harley Quinn because uh. She went on Conan O'Brien's podcast, and then they talked about that. And I'm like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." So, I mean, I, I got that's on that's another one of my to do lists. <laughs> to do to do watch. I mean, to watch list. <laughs> that that list just keeps on getting bigger and bigger, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Surprised Mandalorian hasn't had that many. Uh, that's like the only one I see. Just I'll be honest, sci-fi. I'm not very surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, You'll see. I'm surprised. I'm not surprised that Patrick Stewart won Best Actor for Sci-Fi. I haven't looked at. I haven't watched Picard. I really am not a huge like Star Trek fan, but I mean it's Patrick Stewart. Yeah. So I'm sure whatever he's given, I've heard eh yeah. things about it. So. Whatever he's given, I'm sure he does great with. So yeah, kind of makes sense. <laughs> um, but I need to go back and finish Supernatural um, because I see they gave Best Actor in Horror Series to Jensen Ackles for Supernatural, and that ended this last year. So gotta go back and finish the last like five seasons of that, that series mm-hmm. that I have left. <laughs> And uh, they gave uh, best villain in a movie to Jim Carrey for Sonic the Hedgehog. Man, that's how you know there's not many movies. <laughs> not many movies came out this year. Just by going through this list, it's like, God dang, we did not have much to watch this year. Well, uh, oh man, dude. True. I mean, uh, uh, to com- to be tra- very transparent, I have not seen Sonic the Hedgehog 
Yeah, I have. It was actually pretty <laughs> I fun. Enjoyed it. I, yeah, I, I enjoyed I it to, too. It I wasn't to, bad. I have to watch it. I really do have to watch it. It like, wasn't like a masterpiece. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, this is a good video game movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually enjoyed it. I look forward. I'm looking forward to the second. One. Oh yeah, dude, <laughs> I'm like, dude, we gotta go. I hope after all that, everything's opened up, and right before we go watch Sonic, we can go to Olive Garden. Let's go. <laughs> yo, yo. You're invited, Ace. Thank you. Just when you're here, you're family. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, um, sticking with, I guess, pretty, pretty amazing news. Yeah, pretty amazing news, but sticking with this, uh, superhero movies things, um, we got some. As Leo said, very cool news. Uh, Kevin Feige, we all know the head of Marvel. He confirmed that Deadpool 3 is going to be in the MCU. And he teased that it's still going to remain an R rating, which. I mean, that movie, it, that movie needs to be an R rating. I mean, you can't uh, if, if they ever make that thing like PG-13 or whatever. Or. Yeah, it's just it's just it's just not the I same. Will, I will go on record saying that they could have made a PG thirteen movie with Deadpool work, but they they could fuck have. Fuck that! They, they, it better go. It better get. It better go. <laughs> 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 I would not have been excited, but it maybe could have worked. But no, already, I, I think it could have worked because Deadpool does break the fourth wall a lot. That's like his whole thing. So like for him to like like really they and they gave me a PG thirteen rating really so I and then he starts cussing and it's just like everything just beeps and he like he's like why yeah why but it would have been like you know but you you already know most people would have thought that's a lazy way to explain why it's not rated R yeah it would have but I mean I think it would would have been funny just the way that he would have acted but like you said I I am glad that they're keeping that R rating of course. And the fact that it's rated R and it's going to be in the MCU. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the, so this broke, I think, yeah, it was on uh, Collider that it broke. Mm-hmm. So we know that um, it's being overseen by Ryan uh, Ryan Reynolds and that he handpicked the, uh, well, the he was integral in the, and picking out the writers. Mm-hmm. And so that's just like fantastic. Just the fact that it's going to be very, um, in Kevin Feige's words, adding a very different type of character in the MCU. Very um, Oh, man. But yeah, I think this is news a lot of people were kind of like waiting for. Like, is yeah. this going to be rated R? Everyone was like, oh, they're going to distify it. Like, no. <laughs> no. They're not. There might be jokes about that in the movie. You bet your ass there's going to be jokes about that in this movie. Yeah. Um, that's gonna be great. Uh, do, you, do you think it'll drop on Disney Plus? Nah, it'll probably be on like Hulu or something. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, makes sense. Yeah, but he is a Marvel character. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the thing is, like, if you like have Disney Plus, like, it's a safe place for p- parents to be like, okay, my kid's watching this. I don't have to worry too much about their what yeah. they're watching. True. So they're probably not a thing that they would want to do. I mean, they'll, they, they, I mean, it, it, it's, I think it's, it's easy to put in like a, it's easy to code in the thing where you have to like, uh, like a parental 
parental thing. Like if like if they if they were to put this movie on Disney Plus, they could probably put in a like if the kid like clicks on it, they have to uh, get their parents' permission or or they have to have like some sort of parental. You know how like they do it like in mm-hmm. different in different streaming services how they have like what kids can watch and what they can't watch kind of thing. Um, so that but I I do I do see this going on on Hulu. I think that that would be a, a good place for it to live. Um, what about you, Alonzo? Oh, I'm excited. You know, uh, can't wait to see those those cameos with other with the other uh, uh, Marvel characters. <clears throat> I feel like you know maybe Guardians of the Galaxy might be a good uh, combination. That would actually be a really cool combination. I'm not Dude. gonna lie. Yeah. I can't I think of want to... someone else. Yeah, I would, I would say they, they would make the best combination together. <laughs> that, oh, I just want to see him and him and Spider Man like on the screen together. Finally, <laughs> I just oh, that'd be that cool is too. oh man, yeah. their their one sided bromance there <laughs> yeah. is just <laughs> yeah, because uh, Deadpool's is uh, is Spider Man's best no no Dead Deadpool thinks that the Spider Man is his best friend, right? Something like that. Yeah, um, dude, just the it's just <laughs> if you haven't seen anything really, like it's been on screen a couple of times. I think it was Spectacular Spider Man <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> was the last time I saw it on screen, at least. But it's just it's a beautiful, beautiful friendship there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I do wonder uh, how they're going to integrate him into the MCU. Because uh, Deadpool doesn't start uh, filming. Uh, it says that uh, it'll, Deadpool three will hit won't hit theaters until twenty twenty three, so they'll start they'll start filming around twenty twenty two. So you know they they have a a good chunk of time to you know write the script to make sure everything works and all that stuff. But I, I do wonder how they're gonna roll it into the MCU, like what they're gonna like if, if there's gonna be like an end credit scene or on one movie that teases like the Deadpool series, like Deadpool movie in like in a year or something. So um I see Paul Rudd making a good combination too. Is that man? <laughs> that yeah, that too. That too, Ant Man. Yeah, I mean there there's a lot of things that, that they could they really could could do in order. But I mean I'm just we're, like said we're excited that this is a gonna be a rated R movie. Not, no, PG-13, because Deadpool deserves a radio arm movie. All right, so uh, kind of a last topic, jumping onto the tech world. Um, CES 2021 is happening throughout all this week. Uh, today, Monday, January 11th, was the first day. As always, uh, uh, CES first day, not a lot of stuff come out. I mean, there was a lot of stuff, but a lot there wasn't like a lot of stuff still. Um there there was a couple of uh events because ces this year i don't know if you guys know but ces this year is being held over everything as opposed is digital so instead of the instead of actually people going because ces is held in, in in las vegas every year so you know these top uh tech companies and few well-known tech companies small startups a whole bunch of these a, a perfect pretty much a lot of people they're there in, in, in Las Vegas and they're showing 
like technology that's available now and then technology that's available in like 10 years you know they're, they're showing all types of different things and it's pretty cool like uh i'm pretty sure you all have seen a lot of these ces videos from your favorite youtube uh tech people or just online or if you're if, you're, if you've been there uh but this year they're doing it all virtual uh so each one is having kind of their own call like kind of what disney did uh during their call um so that's kind of the style they're doing it one of the one of the things that uh that i think we thought was pretty cool at least i thought was pretty cool when i get the the input of the guys was uh uh, there's gonna be a 42 inch OLED TV, 42 inch OLED TV coming this year. Uh, Tech Radar saying that uh, uh, panel manufacturer LG Display has confirmed the news, adding a seventh sizing option along last year's 48 inch OLED TV size, and a new 83 inch size for 2021, and the existing 55 inch, 67 inch, 65 inch, 77 inch, and 88 inch panels seen in previous years. So the OLED is getting smaller. And as the article continues saying that since it's smaller, it might be a little bit more affordable than the, you know, a, a, what OLEDs go now, which is like $1,200, $1,400, you know? So may, maybe it dips under that $1,000 mark. Uh, that would be cool. You know, more people can afford these OLEDs and because they're nice. I mean, these OLED TVs are real nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what are y'all? What what are y'all's thoughts on on this on this news? Yeah, movie quality uh, TVs in your room. I mean, you can get those. You get those in like we were talking about before on larger TVs. But now you can actually go in your bedroom. That's not too large. Mm-hmm. Don't have to spend two grand or fifteen grand for one. Now you can actually. Probably, I, I feel like those TVs might even start at around a thousand, maybe less. Um, so that I feel like that's more affordable to get into a, you know, a, an OLED TV. And then you'll have room for a little bit more accessories. Like if you're looking, I feel like, I feel like if I had a budget of 12, 1500, that's great. And then you'll also get into like maybe LED lights and uh, great, you know, great quality uh, sound bars or sound systems. Wow. Um, but, uh, but yeah, those Oh, OLED TVs look great <laughs> compared to the yeah. traditional 4K TVs. I have a 4K now. I feel like it looks great, but just yeah. putting it next to, you know, side by side, it's... Oh, yeah. You can tell the difference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big time. Yeah. And it just, I, I think it's just um, leaning towards like another demographic of people because like, you know, you wouldn't spend, uh, I mean, not not everyone i guess i guess some people do spend big money on the, on their tvs in their bedrooms anyways but i mean i've got i spend a lot of time in my room so i have um i have like a 55 inch tv in my room so it's yeah it takes up a lot of space but just mm-hmm. the fact that you can get like a 42 inch um oled uh, and you know if you want to be more affordable then of course like the well they, they start at what like 49 inches something like that uh 48 48 yeah yeah they start there i mean that's a that's a huge difference there um so people can like put them in their rooms if they need to or if they don't have um you know they don't have like a huge space and yeah um and then more accessible for people to get that quality tv it may not be a huge tv but it's a good quality um 
display, of course. So they're going to be able to, more people are going to be able to afford. And it's really just kind of like, you know, we'll give you a taste of what it's like to have an OLED. And then eventually they're like, yeah, I need to get a bigger TV. <laughs> and I want to get a bigger OLED and invest that money in it. Um, mm-hmm. Cause you can get a good one for like 1500 bucks, you know, about like 55 inch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But you know, I'm guessing these are going to be probably like, you know, less than a grand, maybe. Yeah, and that that would be so, a really, awesome. like, yeah, like a lot, like you were saying, like that that a thousand less than a thousand, I think, would be a really good price point for a lot of people, you know, who mm-hmm. are looking to upgrade to a better TV. Um, you know, they've had their TV for five, six years or whatever, and they're like, you know, I want a I want a better TV for my room or for this thing or that thing or whatever and and they're like well you know like you were saying alonzo like you know i have like two grand to spend and i can get this 42 inch and then i can spend the other two three hundred four hundred dollars on a good sound sound system for 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 that way i can watch movies or tv yeah. shows or just kick back or complete know, the whole the whole, whole set. uh home entertainment system mm-hmm. um yeah but uh kind of talking about sound sound bars uh samsung announced that they are giving a uh, new high specs to the q series soundbars of 121 including a 11.1.4 11.1.4 channel hw q9501 which means that it Dang. comes with dolby atmos support and some seriously innovative rear speakers so um we're like you were like you could like you were saying alonzo you could get this 4K 42 inch TV with a brand new Samsung soundbar that supports <laughs> Dolby Atmos, which I mean, any I think anything that Dolby does is really really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so the article here that says that the mic allows the subwoofer to scan the room and calibrate the sound accordingly, so it should sound great wherever you place it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's actually really really cool, you know, where you can have the best sound when it comes to a a a soundbar you know because we all know soundbars like they're they're just the one they just produce sound from from the from straight at you and to get like the whole surround sound system you know usually buy people usually buy that surround sound with like the the speakers that you can put all over the place so you can get the whole surround sound but now that, but now you know that uh, Samsung is doing this, where they're partnering with uh, Dolby, the, doing the Dolby Atmos support. I mean, that's pretty cool. Where you can, you can only, you know, you don't, only, you only need that one soundbar, and you can get really good sound. I mean, it, it's cool that it can like scan the room. I think that's like like the coolest feature there, um, just because it it does really depend on the shape, the size, the where you your placement of the speakers, um, and how well it sounds. Like I, you, I can't tell you how long it took me to decide on a soundbar um, for my for my that I ended up getting for my mom not long ago. And yeah, I wanted to do a lot more, but you know, it's just it's just difficult to kind of figure that stuff out. <laughs> but yeah. just the fact that you can kind of do that out the box with this, um, that's nice. I'm bet I bet it's going to be a bit of an investment of course yeah those. yeah 11 uh, channels yeah Jeez. that's that's uh that's a whole home theater thing mm-hmm. i'm nah, not there um but that's pretty awesome 
So the HWQ950A, which is the 11 channel, this article says that there is no word yet as how much it will cost for the soundbar. Uh, but if its predecessor is anything to go by, it'll be pricey. The nine channel, uh, same specs for Samsung is uh, $1,400. So with the now with the with the 11 channel, you know, what I mean, probably add a couple more hundred to that. <laughs> and but like like you said, you know, it's uh, it'll be a, a good a good investment, you know, to if you know if you, if you really want to set up that home theater vibe now that you know with the pandemic and all, you know, people are kind of wanting to go watch movies and, you know, they're like, oh, we need a good sound system to watch movies. And well, yeah, 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 you do. That's what people go to the theaters, you know? <laughs> so anything on this, uh, Alonzo? Uh, no, I've heard some really great sounds, sound bars, like four channel sound bars. I can't even imagine what this one sounds like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'm three grand. Four grand, it sounds like. <laughs> yep. Probably more. Um, LG, they showed their rollable phone. Um, they're saying it's a foldable phone alternative. So what this phone is, is that instead of it folding in half, what it will do is that it'll expand upward. Well, on the side, so if you have a phone, it'll expand up and, and down to give you more screen real estate um that's insane <laughs> so lg uh, uh this is the tech radar tech radar stated that uh there was a recent leak that suggested that this lg rollable phone might cost two thousand three hundred and fifty nine dollars so uh, roughly around twenty four hundred dollars um which but uh you know a lot of a lot of these phone companies, Samsung, LG, a lot of them have been playing around with that foldable, uh, foldable aspect of phones. Kind of going back to that flip phone, but better. <laughs> um, but uh, any thoughts on these guys? And kind of just like, do you do y'all think uh, um, like like this foldable craze that we're going through right now is like a thing to stay, or is that kind of like a fad, or what do y'all what do y'all think? It's all about getting more real estate like in your phone or more screen on your phone with less real estate is what I mean. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I mean, like we've looked at foldable phones like for a while. Um, you see the um, you see like, of course, Samsung's. Yeah, <laughs> you see Samsung's two folding phones, the Z Flip and then the whatever the other one fold, whatever they're called um and then you'll see the whole um you see like the the microsoft duo <laughs> mm -hmm. which isn't the screen itself isn't folding but it folds and it has yeah. two different screens so it's just this is a really creative way to kind of get more screen um but it just looks almost unreal to me at least the concept yeah that they showed i'm like uh, how is this gonna work and even more like i looked at that tcl one uh that concept for that but it's like a it's like a scroll yeah like a futuristic <laughs> scroll yeah <laughs> yeah when when i first saw that i'm like how does the screen not break like what what, uh, are they, what what are they using for it to actually like roll you know and and i mean 
they know. I mean, they're they're smart. That that's why they get paid the big bucks, right? But, but, mm. but man, like when I first saw that, I'm like, how how did how does that not crack? You know? I mean, it's the same with the current screen, the current foldable screens. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, yeah, uh, but, but this one actually like, like a, rolls, like, like a plastic, like, like rolls, rolls. I'm like, what? That's crazy. I don't know. Super strong plastic yeah. infused glass or glass infused plastic, whatever. <laughs> I don't know the proper term for it. Um, but uh, I haven't cared too much to like look into or invest foldable phones. They're cool, but I mm-hmm. think it's just one thing that you're gonna. It's one of those things I actually want to wait for. Yeah. Uh, but Alonzo, you were saying a little bit earlier that you're you're thinking of might getting that uh Samsung folding phone, yeah, the flip phone, the, whatever it's called, or Z Fold. Z Fold. Yeah. What? Yeah. So what, what do you think of this LG and? Why? Why you look kind of looking into that? <laughs> no, I mean it's 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 a new. Uh, I guess it's a new uh, new idea on how these phones are almost coming back to what they used to be. <laughs> the Z Fold almost <laughs> looks like a like a Leo mentioned before the uh, Nintendo DS or not DS uh, SP the Game Boy Advance SP. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, imagine just whipping out a phone, just going choop. and it's a whole <laughs> it's a whole touchscreen display. Yeah. And just folded it in half, and you know it's easy to tuck away. Um, you know, when, once a probably the second gen comes out, if they make some improvements on how that, you know, how that phone folds, eventually these these phones will get better and better. And it's the first generation to come out, and mm-hmm. eventually these phones are going to get popular. Uh, I feel like. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm a big fan of the Z Fold. I don't know about the other one. Um, I forgot what the other one's called um the fold and there's this the flip the i think flip. it's the z flip and the fold yeah oh gotcha yeah the z flip is the one i'm interested in uh the fold i don't know i, I don't know about that one I, I, you like i feel like the you could see the crease in the middle but i, I like when you when it's on i guess you don't really see it mm-hmm. but uh but yeah that, that that uh that lg one is pretty crazy it's like uh you know how you get ready for a movie and like the screen, the, the the projector, like yeah, adjusts the uh, the uh, the ratio of the of the the movie that you're watching. Yeah, it's almost like that. It's really cool. Uh, I can't wait to see it in actual in, in person, in my hands, uh, come real life. But um, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be pricey too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That that that's the one thing a lot of people were saying. Like a lot of people, a lot of. Uh... YouTubers, tech YouTubers that I follow, tech uh, writers that, that I follow on Twitter, they were saying you know, it's it's cool to see this. Like it's cool to see these concepts, but when you're there at CES, usually they have like the product there, so you can actually watch it, do it in person, and like not really test it, but just actually like film it and and actually watch it with your eyes. Um, but but yeah, like the the one thing that con- I mean, uh, uh, there's a couple of things. I mean, the one big thing that kind of concerns me for this LG phone. Is that how watertight or spillproof will it be? Because you know, oh, like yeah. like when when the phone lifts, is it like lifting? Is is like a mechanical lift that pushes the screen up? So there's like a gap between the screen and the and the you know talk about like you know like a, like a little gap between that where it doesn't seal correctly or it seals but it doesn't seal seal. So like if if you accidentally you, 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 yeah, drop it or even that, just like have it on the kitchen counter and you're pouring milk and you accidentally spill some milk on the phone. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like you know, like the 
any phone like iPhones, Samsung phones, any phones are like spill. They're spill proof, you know, so you don't have to worry too much about it. But the kind of these phones that have these like pull away stuff or stuff that expands, expands and 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 detracts like like that stuff might uh, might be a little yeah. iffy when it comes to like spill proof, you know, like because well, it might have to go to like the the previous phones, you know, like how the iPhone four and five, those phones weren't waterproof at all. And <laughs> true, <laughs> so so they might have to start that way, and then eventually become water resistant. Because even phones now, I mean, the iPhone twelve, it's it's not even waterproof; it's just water yeah. resistant. It's like it's spill proof, as they as they call it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I feel like they, they might have to, you know, have everyone know it's not water resistant at all. So take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh. Guys, just don't drop it too. <laughs> that's very true, man. I mean, just imagine trying to fix this phone. Oh, hell, <laughs> uh, and it's LG. Uh, don't really have a LG store to go to. <laughs> true. Um, but well, again, thank you everybody for tuning into the show. Um, we, we really appreciate it. Uh, if you have any comments on anything that we talked about during this uh, this uh, podcast, please leave them down in the comments down below here on YouTube. You can also comment on any on the comments in uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if you can comment on Spotify or all of those, but at least uh, you. But you can like the show on on those streaming services, uh, so you can uh, listen to us anywhere uh, on your car or while you're doing laundry or whatever. So uh, again, we appreciate it. The, thank you for tuning in. Uh, my name is Saul. I'm Leo. Thanks for joining us. And I'm Alonzo. Bye. Bye. See ya.